Today, I want to run through a bit of a recap. Uh, I'm hoping that you get this idea that we're, we're looking in the early chapters of Genesis because they are so important to understand everything that follows. Genesis 1 through 3 is the bottom piece of the, the Jenga block. It's one piece. You pull it out. The, the whole thing comes crashing down. Genesis 4 through 11, where we have been focused, is, is making the point that the, that the fall was profound and that it, evil is multiplying and that, that, that without God fulfilling the promise that he made in Genesis 3, the, the first giving of the gospel, the proto-evangelion, there is no hope. So yesterday we looked at uh, the, the end of chapter 7 and throughout chapter 8. We looked at this idea of, of divine judgment. Um, I noted that judgment is a common theme in the Bible, uh, but that most of the time the punishment or the, the difficulties we face are because the world is broken or because of our own sin. Uh, we're paying an idiot tax on our own mistakes and our own sin, but occasionally God does, in fact, step in and judge. Um, so there's a line we can't cross at which point everything gets gets more profoundly bad. We don't like that. Genesis 6, this whole idea of God's judgment causes problems for our heart and our mind, but we face bigger problems if we think that God is never going to right wrongs and and hold people accountable. Today, uh, we're looking in sort of the same direction, um, and we move into chapter 9. So the focus on Noah is four chapters long. It starts in Genesis chapter 6 with uh, sort of judgment being issued. Uh, and then in chapter 7, we're told that, you know, after the ark is built, God shuts the door. Then we get the water. Chapter 8, we've got, uh, we've got 150 days of uh, Noah and his, uh, and his family in the ark waiting for the time when finally the dove will find someplace to land other than come back to the ark. Uh, and we are told that um, the very first thing they did when they got back, when they got out of the ark on dry ground, was to sort of uh, build an altar, <laughs> to kiss the ground and to be thankful for it and to, and to praise God. And some people would find that uh, odd. Uh, I don't think that it would be odd at all. I mean, you know, Noah's Ark generally just only gets talked about in the context of kids' stories, and the animals are all smiling on the Ark, and everything is just wonderful. No! I mean, this is an aquatic holocaust. This is the worst thing that happens. This is, I mean, if you think in, uh, of happy thoughts, you know, of, uh, of happy animals— uh, then you you need to watch more of the Weather Channel, especially the hurricanes, and see the kind of horror that uh, that this would have been. A uh, number of years ago, two of my boys and I were sailing back from Lake Michigan um, at four in the morning. When I checked the weather, it said uh, the weather was going to be nice. There was like a twenty percent chance of some scattered showers. Well, we get out there a few hours uh, off the coast of Michigan, and we hit just horrific weather. 40-mile-an-hour winds, big waves, crashing over the bow of the boat. Um, I had, The boys had been asleep. I wake them up, say, put on your life vests and confess uh, any sin, any unconfessed sin, because this is going to be rough. And it was rough, and it was rough for hours. Uh, and then and it never stopped raining the whole rest of the trip. And it's, it's about a 14 hour, um, sail and it's not even sailing cause we were 
we were just motoring at that point. We just we just turned the motor on and went straight um, west. But I promise you, when you get to ground, like when you finally when you finally dock the boat and you go, okay, we're safe, we're 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 gonna make it. Um, you know, there's a the, the response is to be thankful uh, to God for His uh, care. So. Um, Look, all that brings us to Genesis chapter 9, which is where we get the second uh, covenant, details of this uh, covenant of how things are going to work going forward. Uh, So chapter 9 is going to end with an account of Noah's fall. Noah's a good guy, but like the rest of us, he is not uh, perfect, and he has uh, some pretty significant uh, problems. He's not saved on the basis of being uh, perfect, of being good. He's saved on the basis of his faith in God. Uh, God uses him. He's a good guy. All the DNA, you know, sort of uh, is going to flow through Noah or, yeah, through Noah. Uh, But he's not the hero of the story. The hero of the story is God. And uh, so the purpose of the flood was not to give, you know, mankind another chance. Some people say that the purpose of the flood is to give us another chance and we blow it. No, uh, it's understood. Genesis uh, 4 through 11 has made it clear we're, we're fatally flawed. Evil had become so bad that God sort of resets things a bit. And he needs to preserve the family that is going to lead up to the birth uh, of the Savior, who is the one who will rescue and redeem us. So that's God's, God has made that promise. And, and the Jews are carrying that, uh, that assignment. And so there's laws, and we'll see this in, in our study of Exodus, there's laws that God puts in place for the Jews that don't carry forward because there there's specific laws to keep that group of people alive and moving forward as a culture long enough to deliver the Messiah. So lots going on, uh, a lot of water in Genesis uh, 6 through 11. Have a good day.